We're doing something a little bit different than normal. Um, we're on a new platform for recording purposes. So hopefully this is crystal clear. But aside from that, um, we're just going to jump right into it. This is actually episode five. Uh, the reason why I kind of laughed at that is because there was previously an episode five that did not make it to air. So we're going to go ahead and re-record episode five. Disappointing. Different, different topic. It's okay. It's all right. So. You gotta love technology in 2021. We still can't figure out how to record things, which is fun. Yeah, we can we can fly a little helicopter around Mars, but we can't figure out how to record a goddamn podcast. Right. Right. Frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating, yeah, to, it's say frustrating to say the least. So, um, um, okay, well, okay. Five, well we're episode five, we're jumping into things. Um, um, before we do, though, Dan, Dan, tell us a little bit about your last week. What's been what's been going on? Tell us, uh, tell us everything you know. You know. I tell you what. Uh, on the last week, I uh, I actually finished up my diet, as I mentioned on previous podcasts. My what I've uh, okay. deemed twenty eight soft. I finished that up. Uh, twenty eight soft. I was following. Uh, some kind of diet. My diet of choice was just a low carb diet, just trying to yeah. cut out anything you yeah. know too processed, uh, processed starches and you know anything, uh, especially like breads and pastas, anything like that. So I was trying to do primarily, you know, uh, protein and vegetables, um, and I wasn't drinking any alcohol. Uh, I think. Honestly, that was probably the longest I've gone in my adult life since being 21 without having a drink, uh, which is kind of an interesting revelation for myself. Um, but I went 25 days, and then I did have one sip of my friend's beer. It was just a little, you know, right off the top when he ordered it. Because he, he was Uh-oh. like, oh, you got to taste this. It's this new apricot something. And I was like, that sounds weird, but sure, I'll try it. And it was very good. Uh, but as you guys can see, I am okay. having a nice maker's mark tonight on the rocks. Uh, a little splash of water in there. But no, I, uh, I finished up my diet. Um, I didn't have quite the success I wanted. I definitely could see that around my waist uh, got smaller. Yeah. I actually had to yeah. buy a new belt. That was an exciting oh. time. Oh, uh, I bought a new belt with a 34 pant size. Uh, I haven't been a 34 in a very long time. But I went from at the very start of the diet. Let's see, I've got it on the calendar next to me. I was 209, uh, but that was 209 was with a lot of bloat straight off a vacation. Um, So in reality, I think my starting weight was about 205. Uh, And then as of this morning, I was 194. uh, I think like 0.6. So I lost about 10 pounds. You know, which isn't. That's, okay. that's nothing to scoff at, but uh, it wasn't yeah. quite as much as I wanted. Yeah. I think I'll continue a little. But my new thing uh, that I've decided to start next week is Uh-oh. I'm going to do a hundred push-ups, hundred sit-ups, hundred squats, and then thirty seconds worth of planking, um, ten times. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start it out really. You know, easy. I'm going to start like the first day, I'll just do 100 push ups. And then day two, I'll do 100 sit ups. And then day three, I'll do the 100 squats. Day four, I'll do the, the, you know, 10 different sessions of 30 second, 45 second planks. 
Yeah. And then as I get yeah. more into it, I'll combine them. So I'll do two of those each a day. I'll do like 100 push, excuse me, and my 100 sit-ups. And then okay. after about two okay. or three weeks of that, after the combining, I'll probably do like two weeks of just the individual, two weeks of combine, and then I'll really start trying to push myself and do all of them every day because my goal is to get up to, uh, I think it's called like the One Punch Man Challenge. I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. I was told about it. But where he, yeah, where, but essentially he supposedly does like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and runs seven miles yeah. every yeah. day. And Jeez. so I don't, Jeez. I don't run at all. I'm not a runner. Um, I'm not a fan of running. I think we've discussed this before. No. I'm not a fan no. of cardio. But uh, I think that's kind of where my gains are from here going forward. Um, funny enough, I actually just put down, so my, I think at this point, my weight loss journey is, uh, just about up. I started this whole journey at about 270, 275. And like yeah. I said, as of this yeah. morning, I was 195. I'm a, I'm a six foot five male. So I think around 190 is probably a healthy, you know, lightweight for me, the skinny weight. Once I actually start putting on muscle, mm -hmm. I think I'll be okay. You know, creeping back up to the 200s, 210s, maybe even. Yeah. Uh, I mean, putting yeah. on 15 to 20 pounds of muscle, I'd be extremely pleased with. That's that's a lofty goal. That is. That is. But, that, is. Uh, that is. You know, so that's that's been consuming not only my last week, but probably my last four weeks. Uh, but I just finished okay. that up. Okay. And I'm excited, I'm, I'm excited to start uh, really trying to work out again. The last time, honestly, I can say that I actually worked out was with you up in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, yeah, and that was probably yeah. at this point what six years ago. A while ago, yeah. A while ago, a, yeah. A while. I was probably <laughs> twenty at the time, maybe twenty-one. Yeah. I'm not yeah. twenty-one anymore. So anyway, that's fair that's, fair that's what's been going on with me. How about yourself? Uh, not a lot. I've been uh, been working on putting this uh, forty-day challenge together, so that's a little bit. It's been consuming a little bit of my time. Um, just trying to stay on, you know, I haven't been doing my workouts as consistently as I would like. So that's something I need to get back into. But I did buy a weight vest and I think I'm going to do what you're kind of doing, setting out on that same goal where I'm wearing that vest. I'm going to do push-ups, uh, squats. I'm going to start with a few pull-ups. I'm going to try to do as many pull-ups as I can with the weight vest on, you know, and then just call it. I don't need to. How many pull ups? If I was to just do jump right up now? on a bar right now, uh, pro, uh, I don't even know. I haven't done pull ups in a while because my uh, I've had a shoulder thing going on. But I would say maybe I'd say twenty. I I bet I could do really? twenty right now. See, I have in my entire life. I have never once successfully done a pull-up by myself. I've done assisted pull-ups. Yeah. I've done supported pull-ups. Um, yeah. But I've never successfully done a pull-up. And uh, my goal when I very first started, you know, actually trying yeah. to lose some weight and get in shape was just push-ups. It was really yeah. just like yeah. I wanted to do like 30 push-ups in a row. And I yeah. thought, you know, that's, you know, tough. And then yeah. I really started doing them. And I figured out pretty quickly yeah. that push-ups aren't the most difficult thing in the game, you know, by far. Squ body weight squats, same thing, you know. 
Sit-ups are a little tougher. Uh, Sit-ups are the kind of easiest part of abs, though, if you ask me. I have a few ab workouts where, you know, some of those, like, V-sits where you're like this or Uh the the feather kicks or, you know, there's a lot of really tough ab workouts out there. So I'm just going with the basic. But I would like to, at some point in my life, do a pull-up, you know. And ideally, I want to do my goal is I bet, probably like I bet you five could get one in a row. Mm, you could probably get one one pull up before summer. I bet you could do five by the end of summer. If you really worked on just those body weight what? squats, push ups. What should I be? I doing? mean, the best way to do pull ups is to do pull ups. It goes for any exercise. The best way to do squats is to do squats. Yeah, but when you can't do those pull-ups, those modified pull ups. Uh, the the best way to start, honestly, set up a bar like a squat rack. Uh, use the barbell, put it about, I don't know, shoulder height, and then literally crouch underneath it. Yeah, and just yeah crouch underneath it, yeah. and then hold your arms up on it, you know, straight up, and then literally just pull your upper body up. Your legs are still on the ground, but, you know, that's a good way to start. It, like, cuts your weight in half, what, basically. What? So there's, there's, there's obviously the front grip where you're pulling up like this, but there's also the reverse, mm-hmm. and then there's kind of the wide grip. Like, those those all have to exercise different yeah, like, so muscles, right? This way, supine uh, is more for, like, biceps, upper back, kind of. Uh, the wide grip's more for, like, your lats, the big muscles on your sides. And then uh, just a regular good old-fashioned pull-ups, another lat exercise. It's just kind of depends. So, but yeah, pretty much upper back, shoulders, biceps, that kind of thing. So, okay. never, never been able to do them. Okay, so uh, you haven't, you are doing though. Uh, you're, you're close to the end point now of seventy-five hard. You've yeah. made it quite. Yeah, long, what's the date today? Long. Today uh, is the twelfth. I have so a week. One week. The nineteenth, you're done. Yeah, one week. Yeah, one week. One week left. So, and then two days after that, we're taking a trip to Vegas because nothing says break your diet now, like now, going to Vegas remind, two days after. Remind our viewers of the uh, just a few rules for the 75, 75 hard. Yeah, so uh, two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. Per, uh, one's supposed to be outside. Since it's been nice, I've been doing most of my stuff outside or maybe some cardio inside, but... Um, gallon of water, uh, no cheat meals, no alcohol. Uh, you're supposed to read ten, at least ten pages of a book. I basically do a chapter of a book because they're about. It's and it's generally like a non-fiction book, right? Some kind of like either self-help, yeah, like a self-help or some kind of biography or, yeah, yeah, biographical. But yeah, did I say that right? Yeah, biography. Um. Or a self-help book or something like that. There's a couple guys I've had on the other podcast that I do um, as guests that actually have books that I've had an opportunity to read. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, they're just kind of like self-help books. Things that'll, if they're business people, it helps you in business or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I I will admittedly say the only thing I've changed uh, from the rules they, they say uh, is the gallon of water. Uh, I was finding that never in my life have I had migraines. Well, at one point, it was probably like mm, almost a month ago now. I had two migraines in like two days, like light sensitivity, sound sensitivity. It was lame. 
And I basically was like, what's the only thing that's changed in my, you know, in my diet or in my activity or whatever? And they came to the conclusion that I was drinking so much water that I was basically flushing everything out of my system, vitamins, minerals, electrolytes. Yeah, exactly. So I was like too hydrated. There is, yeah, there's very much. uh, It became uh, the the such a thing as being overhydrated, you know, where where you can really work, basically work your kidneys too much. Because, and, and one thing that I didn't know that was really interesting to me, especially for weight loss, was that drinking, yeah. Yeah. you know, more water than most people drink. Like a gallon a day is, is a lot of water. That's a fair amount of water because our bodies yeah. are able to, yeah. to grab moisture and water from other things. Most foods that we eat, you know, other drinks that we have, our bodies are able to process mm-hmm. that. But for true, like, weight loss... You know, your liver and your kidney need to be really functioning well. So for, for somebody like myself who's trying to shed fat, you know, weight, water intake can be a big factor in that. That I never, it, it never really occurred to me because I always was under the impression, you know, it's 100% calories in, calories out, that's your weight loss. But that's not always the case. That's for the most part, yeah. you know, yeah. a good rough equation that you can use. But, yeah. you know, truly yeah. you need your body actually functioning at peak performance. You know, you can't, you can't just eat 800 calories of chocolate a day and think, well, you know, I'm, I'm at a, a <laughs> deficit of 700 calories. So, you know, in a week I'll lose a little over a pound. It's like, well, that's not quite the way it works. But, right. you know, so right. water right. intake. Right. As a basic rule of thumb, the calories in, calories out thing is a good thing to follow. But it depends if you're a guy or a girl. There's... Uh, Obviously, hormones and stuff would play a factor. There's, uh, like, when you're eating can play a factor. So I have a guy right now that I'm working with that he'll, like, work out with me at 6 at night or whatever and then go home and eat at, like, 8 o'clock after he's had, you know, after he sat down. And I'm like, 8 o'clock? What are you getting those calories in for? Bed? You're, like, fueling your body to yeah, go to sleep? Yeah, that's what my uh, – I have a buddy who just went and saw his doctor, and his doctor was a, you know, retired military and uh, yeah. he said, basically, you know, you really need to, he, he not only promoted the, uh, what, what the, the Mediterranean diet, that's what it was. Yeah. He promoted yeah. heavily the Mediterranean yeah. diet. And then he also promoted eating, you know, your biggest meal at lunch rather than at dinner, because eating at, you yeah. know, five, six, seven o'clock at night. Uh, you know, your body turns a lot of that into, you know, whether it's sugar or insulin or whatever it is, your body doesn't really need those calories in the evening. Your body, body needs them during yeah. the day, which is, you know, probably why the the saying came about of, you know, breakfast is the most important meal, because it kind of makes sense that you're fueling your body for the day. Lunch is the same way, but dinner is like, you know, you need those calories for so I, exactly. I need to try exactly. That's what I told him. So, well, and I told him not to this guy. I'm like, do not change your amount of calories. Just change when you're consuming sure. your calories. So we're trying. Some of, some of the trying most, for a week. If it doesn't make any difference, you know, some of the most effective. Then we'll, then we'll move on. Intermittent fasting people that I've heard of do like a pretty, a yeah. pretty. You know, a, a lot of people. I, I'm on Reddit quite a bit, and there's a a great community mm-hmm. on Reddit for people who are trying to lose weight, people who are trying to get in shape, dieting, you know, all kinds. 
And one of the communities is intermittent fasting. And some people don't mm -hmm. even do like that mm -hmm. harsh of a fast. They do an 8-16. So they can eat eight hours a day, 16 mm -hmm. hours a day, eight or nine of which you're asleep anyway. So they eat yeah. about half the day. Yeah. But some of the people who have had really, really good success do the intermittent fasting, either the 6-18 or even a 4-20, where they just, yeah. you know, from like 9 a.m. Yeah. to 1 p.m. That's, that's their chunk of the day. They get a small breakfast in, they get a good-sized lunch in, and then that's it. Just water the rest of the day. Or some of them drink tea, you know, an mm -hmm. unsweetened tea. But yeah. they really try yeah. and, because supposedly your body begins to go into some kind of, some, some like real low form of ketosis after I think like 10 hours with no food. Just like some some basic form of that, you know, not, not like full-on ketosis, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, essentially your body begins to think it's starving after like 10 or 12 hours of no food. And that's right. when it starts, right. you know, apparently digesting or running optimally or something. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I haven't done the research. I just know that, that I have seen quite a few people who have had success with that, yeah. you know, time yeah. interval of like a, an 18-6. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, no, I, think it's I, I mean, heard. I don't ever... Prescribe, prescribe to somebody a certain diet or anything because throughout someone's weight loss journey as you can probably attest to it it's different for everybody it does, it's not one size fits all you know there's some things that people can stick to longer term and some things that is like not reasonable within you know the the parameters that they put on themselves so it's just always a fluid situation and that's what frustrates a lot of people is that i can't be like this is definitively how you lose well, weight you know because it's, you know something that occurred to me the other day, and I was talking to a, a friend down here in Boise about who, you know, he, he's often trying to lose weight and, you know, he's focused on that. He, mm -hmm. He's a guy that likes to be in good shape. Uh, yeah. One of the things is weight loss, you feel like, and I think I may have mentioned this before, but weight loss and even getting in shape, weightlifting, everything is something that, and I, I think Jim Gaffigan used to make a joke like this. But you feel like it's a destination. You feel like it's, okay, I'm going to diet really hard for these eight weeks, and then I'm going to be done. And then I'm going to be, you know, skinny or whatever it is. I'm going to work out really hard for this, mm -hmm. you know, four months. And I'm going to be in shape. And see, that's not the case. Is It's still, even once you have lost the weight, even once you have built the muscles, whatever it is, you have to continue pushing yourself. And you have to continue working. There's no... Yep coasting period you know there's no like definitive mm -hmm. i'm done it's a lifelong battle and i think that has been probably the hardest realization for me is because i've i've been on again off again losing weight for i don't know I, the, since i've known you honestly you know mm -hmm. for probably yeah almost close to 10 years on again off again trying to lose weight and i've had my stages where i started at about 270 I hit about 235, 240, and I was happy for a bit. And then I started dieting again. I hit 220, 215, and I was happy again for a while. And then my my lowest to this date, uh, I hit like 192 at one point. You know, so I, I lost in about 20 to 30 pound increments. But there's no day where you're done. There's no day where okay, I get to go back to eating the way I did before, because the way you ate before is what caused you to gain all the weight to begin with. It's exactly. That's what I tell everybody. Everybody that comes into me is like, I need to lose this weight by, let's just say, 
June 28th. And I'm like, okay, why June 28th? Oh, well, we're going on family vacation. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that makes sense. That's a milestone, whatever. But how long in it? It's like me walking on eggshells because I'm like, how long have you been in this situation that you're in right now? And they're like, oh, you know, I've been overweight for 15 years. And I'm like, and you want to lose all your weight in a month and a half. And I have to be like straight faced the whole time. But I, I want to not in a rude way, laugh at them. But I just want to laugh at like when I say it out loud, just the look on their face is like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. Like. That's not yeah, possible. It's it's so <laughs> it, it's so silly because you get this idea in your head, especially when you're big. Because I was big, you know. I I was mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough. Like I said, I'm six foot five. That you know, 270 pounds. I I I hope, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I hope I never mm-hmm. was just like just just grossly morbidly obese to the point where you're like, you know, Dan <laughs> needs help. Like, and I hope that's not the case. You never looked like the, you never look like the marshmallow man. Exactly. I never wanted that, but I, you know, even, even to this day, I still look like right now I'm looking at myself in the camera and I can see more of a chiseled jawline. I can see a skinnier face. And I was always so used to just having this big round face. And it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you get so used to these things that you think because weight gain is almost kind of just a destination. You get to the point where you're, yeah. you don't care about what yeah. you're eating. You just eat whatever you want. And so what if you gain mm-hmm. weight? So you think that weight loss is the same way. You think, okay, I can eat, you know, well for, you know, six months or a year or however long it is. And you think, and then after that, I'm fine. And it's, it's just yeah. not the case. Yeah. And it's realizing that good health and weight loss is a battle that has to be fought every single day for the rest of your life. And you really, it, mm-hmm. you know, you can't look at it as a battle. You can't look at it as a fight yeah. or else you'll yeah. never want to do it, you know? True. A lot of times eating uh, is a coping mechanism for something else that's going on in life. There's not necessarily a, uh, what am I trying to say here? Like a parallel universe where losing weight is a coping mechanism. I mean, if you want to get like talking about bulimia sure. or something like that, but in, in, in everyday person who's been overweight for a while, there's not, I won't say incentive, but there's not like a, a quick way, an easy way to lose that weight. And I feel like it's way easier to put on the weight when in actuality it takes just as long to put Absolutely. on the weight. It just is way easier to, to, well, you know, it, maneuver and, that road and it's more, of putting it's on more weight. satisfying too. You know, there, there are mm-hmm. legitimate chemicals that are released in your brain from food. And especially, mm-hmm. especially some of the, uh, I, I don't know what they would be called, but some foods like cheese, like chocolate, like, you know, some of the foods that are much like triggers and cause people to coincidentally mm-hmm. gain weight, fa- excuse me, faster, release additional hormone, you know, additional right. chemicals in right. your brain. Because I think, I, I think I read this one time, the brain is only capable of releasing and producing and then ingesting so much, you know, dopamine. Basically, the yep. the yep. feel good hormone, or at least yeah. one of them. 
Yeah. And I think, like, uh, eating food is, like, depending on what you're eating, like, 30 to 40% of your normal dopamine production. Like, it produces a fair amount of dopamine. Something like right. having sex right. is, like, 100% of your dopamine production. And then mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. you know, get into illicit substances, like... Uh, cocaine is supposedly like 400% of your dopamine. So it really is just an immediate shot of dopamine. So there's, there's legitimately people out there who, and I think I could say I was one of them who are addicted to food in that, you know, they crave not only the food, but they crave the dopamine release. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's so interesting because food is not just something, you know, it used to be, in the caveman days, food was just all you needed to survive. And food didn't necessarily mm-hmm. taste mm-hmm. good. Food wasn't necessarily, you know, prepared well. And it wasn't even necessarily safe. But in today's society, you know, it's kind of joked about. But you can go to McDonald's and get, you know, a hamburger for a dollar that will be perfectly safe. And it's not going to, you know, you're not going to get some kind of gem. You aren't going to get some kind of food illness from it. But right. it's so cheap. Right. But if you want something, you know, healthy and nutritious, you know, you either have to prepare it yourself or you have to pay gobs and gobs of money for it. Because somehow with today's modern food production and chemicals, they've managed to make food safe, but not healthy by any means. Right. right. And so, no, right. True. No, it's true. Yeah. I yeah. I don't. I don't know what the, I don't know what so the, weird. it's so weird. Something I was thinking about the other day. It's like, whenever you get together with family, what do you do? You go out to eat. If you, if you're visiting family from out of town, what do you do? You go out to eat. What, you know, you have people over to your house. What are you doing? You're preparing a, a smorgasbord of food. You know what the first and, thing we did on our most recent trip to Omaha? I swear to God, this is not a joke. The very first I'm night. I'm going to guess you ate. We went to Costco. We okay. went to Costco okay. and we bought more unhealthy snacks than I have purchased or consumed in probably the last year. We bought those bags of mm-hmm. of like, you know, cookies like Chips Ahoy and Teddy Grahams, you know, those variety yeah. packs. Yeah. We bought those little Madeline pastries, you know, chocolate covered oh. almonds, uh, just, just tons and tons. Tons of snack food. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like, all I did the entire time I was in Omaha, swear to God, was I drank mm-hmm. and I ate. Which is why when I got back from Omaha and started 28 Soft, I was 15 pounds up from where I had been not more than about a week and a half. <laughs> right. 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 It's, it, no, it makes sense. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's... Food has now become like a social Very thing. So. It's also become like a like that's a commonality between everybody. No matter if you're rich, poor, tall, short, white, black, Mexican, whatever. Like everybody eats food. So when, it's like it's like talking about the weather with an old man, right? <laughs> you can seriously. talk about the weather because every old you man can talk about food with the weather is relatable to everybody. Food with anybody? No, uh, Lauren actually. Uh, this past year, she went on. Actually, honestly, it might have been 2019. I don't know. Time is kind of running together at this point. But at some point, uh, 
Yeah, it was when we first started dating. So it was probably uh, late summer, early fall of 2019. She went down to Ethiopia on a mission trip with mm-hmm. her church. And how mm-hmm. they show respect for, like, their elders and things like that down in Ethiopia yeah. is they feed yeah. you. You know, so the kids will feed their elders, and especially when these people come on mission trips and, you know, they're coming from America yeah. or Europe or wherever it is, countries with significantly more money, mm-hmm. you know, the kids are like, oh, this is amazing, you know, and the kids love yeah. seeing the people yeah. and they'll just feed and feed and feed. So food, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are, rich, poor, black, white, it doesn't seem to matter. Food is that commonality that we have between us all yeah. that it's, yeah. it's just... It's too easy, and for some reason, you know, just it, it has become the best and worst part about being alive in 2021 is just just being yeah. alive in modern day, in fact, is just the ease mm-hmm. with which you could get food and you could, you could gain a lot of weight. Just, I mean, if somebody told me, you know, to gain 100 pounds in the next year, it probably wouldn't be that difficult, you know, given 365 <laughs> days. That's true. I, uh, I, I listened to an interview with uh, Rob McElhaney for, yeah. he was recently, yeah. he's the creator of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for anybody who's not aware. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very funny comedian, very funny guy. But at one point, uh, I think it was around like season six or seven of It's Always Sunny in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. His character on the show, he created and stars in the show with four other people. Uh, he decided that it, it's very common in, in long-running sitcoms, especially, uh, take Friends or Seinfeld or anything like that, for an example, for mm-hmm. the actors to become more attractive as the seasons go on. You know, whereas right. in real life, right. people age, people gain weight, they don't look as good. <laughs> you know, but in sitcoms, I know, I know where you're going. You with look this. at season one, especially like if you look at The Office, season one, Michael. Compared to season two and beyond, Michael, but you know, Steve Carell, very, very different. So yeah. he decided yeah. it would be funny to do the opposite because he's always said that he wanted It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia to be the opposite of Seinfeld. Basically, whatever Seinfeld would do, they would do the opposite. So he gained, yeah. I think, 40 or 50 pounds for the role. And he, he, and you he could became tell. what he called Fat Mac. Uh, his name. Rob McElhaney, he goes by Mac on the show. Um, yeah. And he gained, like, 50 pounds. And you could tell. It was a lot. And, I mean, a lot of jokes were made about him gaining weight. You know, it was very, it was a, it was a great bit, honestly. It was a very funny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, he said it was actually tougher gaining weight than he thought. Uh, but I, I saw Mac as a kid, Rob McElhaney, you know, from, like, 18 on, he was always in a little bit of media or something. He was always a pretty skinny kid. He was never, like, a fat kid. So I feel like it's different for, like, mm-hmm. people who were fat to gain weight. Because I'm just like, yeah, I could go to Sonic Blast twice a day, you know. <laughs> just just download Sonic with mozzarella right. cheese sticks, cheeseburgers, everything. I feel like it's different oh, for fat man. people to regain weight than skinny people to try and gain weight. But he said the way he gained weight, he first of all, he said he went and talked to his doctor about this. And his doctor said, absolutely not. You should not do this. And he was like, let's say hypothetically I'm going to do it anyway. And uh, the way he gained uh, a lot of the weight 
was he would have a production intern on the show go out and buy him a gallon of vanilla ice cream every morning. And then he would have a gallon of vanilla ice cream sit on the writer's table for the entire day. And then by about 2 or 3 p.m., it was melted enough that he would just get a straw and he would drink the entire gallon of ice cream. Because at a certain point, he he said, you can't eat any more food. You you just can't pack in any more. You're full. You know, but you can drink. <laughs> you can drink pretty well. So you, he said he drink, drink the ice cream. Well, I don't know. There you go. There you go. Get a drink as we go. speak. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that actually leads me. We're going to switch gears a little bit, I think, because the people listening are probably slightly bummed out by can, our conversation right now. So, so here's my thought. Always Sunny in Philadelphia is obviously on your top list of shows. It is very right? much so. What's what's on your what's on your current list of either Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime? What are you watching? What do you recommend? Because I'm kind of between shows right so, now, and uh, I mean I can dive into my list here in a minute, but I want to know where you're coming right from. Now, we have similar tastes. Uh, I did just start watching Schitt's Creek, um, which is oh okay. I've heard a lot you know, about it. I, I would probably call it the uh, Wish.com version of Arrested Development. <laughs> you know, if, if Arrested Development was sold on Amazon, I would say Schitt's Creek would be the Wish.com version. But I love Eugene Levy, it's, man. It's a good show. It's a good show. I would recommend okay. it for anybody who's okay. looking for just a fun, happy, just, you know, good show. Honestly, um, yeah. Right now, okay. Uh, I was always a big fan of the original Top Gear, the BBC, Jeremy yep. Clarkson, yep. Yep. Hammond, James May. So Grand Tour. Uh, the Grand Tour, I would definitely recommend on Amazon Prime. Um, okay. They're still making new episodes? They are, they are still making new episodes. Okay. Uh, I think they're in like season five okay. or something now. Um, another okay. one that I watch on Hulu pretty regularly. Uh, I've definitely been re-watching Bob's Burgers. It's phenomenal. Yeah. One of my all-time yeah. favorite shows. Yeah, I love it. We just, we just put that on whenever there's nothing else to watch. It's Bob's yep. Burgers. Legitimately. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, I'm almost ashamed to admit it, but I just recently, probably within the last month or two finished a rewatch of Bob's Burgers up to the new like the very newest episode that was just released you know I finished a rewatch and yeah. then I yeah. was gonna start another show and I uh I couldn't do it I went back to Bob's Burgers and I started at season one episode one but uh I, oh, I did oh I did recently sign up for Peacock uh I am okay I had it for a while NBC streaming app I'm going to uh, start watching the girlfriend. Start watching Saved by the Bell, the reboot. Uh, no, actually, not at all. It's called <laughs> Rutherford Falls. Okay. It's the Ed Helms show. Uh, Ed, Ed Helms Which one is it? Rutherford Falls. Uh, I don't know. It's apparently a okay. Yeah, it's apparently okay. a relatively new sitcom on Peacock. It stars uh, Ed Helms, and then. Is it only on Peacock? I, feel I like believe that it's only on Peacock. Uh, and then okay. really nobody else that I've honestly heard of outside of Ed Helms. But apparently it's 
uh, similar even to uh, Arrested Development and Schitt's Creek because it says, uh, you know, basically two lifelong friends, Nathan Rutherford and Regan Wells, find themselves at a crossroads mm-hmm. quite literally when their sleepy town gets an unexpected wake-up call. And apparently Ed Helms, who plays Nathan Rutherford, uh, is like grandson or great-grandson of the founder of yeah. this town. Yeah called Rutherford Falls, which is, you know, his namesake. Okay. So, yeah, you know, apparently pretty good. Uh, but that's that's about what I'm watching okay. right now. Uh, Lauren's in the basement right now watching uh, Handmaid's Tale uh, along with Kendall's Falls Drag Race uh, when she gets done. Kendall has not watched that. I, she loves <laughs> the, the drag race, RuPaul. She really enjoys that. Hmm. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on here and admit uh, that I just finished. Um, it's called Outer Banks on Netflix. It's like a teenage version of Lost, almost. It's very it's very like teenager early like I don't know what they used to call it coming of age or whatever. It it's pretty good. Um, um, do you remember whose line is it yeah, anyway? Of course, Drew Carey and uh, Ryan do you me- Stiles. Do you remember Chip? Chip was one of the like guest comedians okay. on there. He was on there every once in a while. Uh, they always had that fourth chair, like rotating yeah. comedians. Sometimes it was a lady, sometimes it was a guy. Well, Chip is like the main character in this Outer Banks show, and he's not funny at all. So it's really weird to see him in a different role. Um. But it's, it's, I was like, man, this is dumb. It's kind of like a love story, blah, blah, blah. And then halfway through the season, it turns into like a murder mystery and there's a lot of cliffhangers and it's pretty crazy. Actually, I was, I was on the edge of my seat for the last probably like half of the season. There's only one season out right now. And what? But season two comes out soon. What streaming service is that on? It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix uh, original or whatever, but I'll have to check it out. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. I mean, it took a few episodes to get into, like many shows, but um, there's only ten episodes because, of course, Netflix does their thing. But um, <laughs> we we did our first episode was adult cartoons, right? Sure. Netflix now has a show called, I believe, Hoops, and the voice of the basketball coach is Jake Johnson from yep. New Girl. I have watched hoops. I've watched one. I've watched one episode. It is freaking hilarious. Hoops. It's stupid, but hoops it's hilarious. Is funny. It is so dumb. It is so dumb. It's so and, dumb. And, and Maddie, the character, uh, the tall kid, yeah. the tall goth kid. Um, yeah, the goth kid. They get to play basketball. Yeah. What? Maddie. You know why that's funny? Because in middle school, we literally had a tall goth kid on our basketball <laughs> team. So I was like, this is so relatable. Okay. Uh, and then Kendall and I, just in our spare time, are watching uh, Elementary with I Lucy do Liu. I like and... Elementary. That's a good show. It's like the... It's pretty good. The, again, it's the Wish.com version of Sherlock. Yeah, it is. He's basically... It is. It's he's like basically they... Sherlock Holmes, and he's got uh, Lucy Liu as his Watson, per se, if you will. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy Elementary. I think they did a good job with that. It's kind of like, kind of similar to The Mentalist, if you ever watched that. Yeah, 
I'm not very into cop shows because that's like what my parents watched growing up. So I don't like these procedural cop shows that much, but every once in a while there's one that I'm like, okay, I can, I can you watch know, it's, this. It's kind of nice. You know? It's not my favorite. Because I feel like with a lot of the, you know, CSI or NCIS or whatever it was, mm-hmm. it, it all followed the same formula. It was all It's all the crime, same thing. You know, detection of the crime, hypothesis as to what happened. That hypothesis turns out to be wrong. There's a second hypothesis that comes in that's a little bit more outlandish <laughs> that generally turns out to be true, and then they catch the bad guy. What I like about yeah. the mentalist yeah. or, you know, elementary, what have you, is that there's a little mm-hmm. bit more psych. Psych was another one, and I really, really enjoyed psych yeah. on the USA Network. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Where it's a little bit of... You know, they can throw in a little bit of levity in there, you know, a little bit of humor. And then sometimes right. it's almost right. like watching an hour-long cop drama with a big magic trick. Because yeah. They, yeah. they always pull something out of their back pocket where it's like, hey, just so you know, we were giving you clues all along. Like the main guy, the mentalist, the 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 Watson, or no, excuse me, the Holmes, if you will, saw these, but you didn't see uh-huh. them. And I always, I did enjoy that. That was, I yeah. think they do a good job yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are interesting. I really liked back in the day. I don't know if you've ever seen it or heard of it. Uh, it was called Numbers. Mm-hmm. And it was a cop show. And the brother was like a math teacher. A, a, he was a professor at some local mm-hmm. college. But he was very analytical about things and like did all the math. I think um, I think he was a... Probabilities he of He was things. a genius. He was a professor at like Berkeley or something like yeah, yeah, some... yeah, and he did all the like probabilities and the algorithms for this, that, or the other. Who, and who did that? I, I liked that one. That was pretty it, good. It, the The main guy um, was the brothers David Crumholtz. Yeah, David Crumholtz. He was the main math nerd, and then his other professor at the university was it wasn't Ju- was it Judd Hirsch? That's his dad. That's their the cop and the math teacher's what, dad. Was it Judd Hirsch? Hirsch. Okay. You're, you're right. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that one. Numbers was really good. Well done. Um, another yeah. one very similar to that uh, recently. What, God, what was that show about the, the genius? Um, um, oh, God. Why it was about those group of, of geniuses. There was like four of them. That, Scorpion. Scorpion, yes. That was like kind of yeah, a true yeah, yeah. story. Like it was based on a real kid. Yeah, for the first like. For the first like two seasons, it was yeah. a true story, and then it just got blown and then it out just of proportion. It was basically like the Fast and Furious movies, where for like the first two, it was <laughs> about like racing, like sixty second drag races or ten seconds or whatever it was. Oh yeah. And then after that, it just became yeah. you know the Rock throwing tanks out of helicopters. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And Tyrese and Ludacris rapping and blowing yeah, exactly. stuff up. Yeah, exactly. And some dead guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that hit me deep. No, I remember. I can. Right, Paul I Walker. can honestly say I remember the day Paul Walker died because some <laughs> I do some too. jackass at the dorm came up and he was total poser and he, he was so sad and he he was basically like belly aching and crying and he was like Paul Walker's dead and I go, who's Paul Walker? And he was he was crying about this guy, and I was like, "No, nope, doesn't ring a bell." And he was like, 
He's in the Fast and Furious movie, and I was like, I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie, and, and at that point, I really <laughs> oh my hadn't. god. And uh, he, you know, he was so he got legitimately pissed at me because I didn't know who Paul Walker was, and I was like, I'm sorry, I really, but uh, you know, he was hurt, he was crying. Well, that's a damn travesty. It was say again. That was a damn travesty. I, sure, I think any unnecessary death is you know not a good thing but i still to this day am like i'm not super like like i was a lot more upset when heath ledger died than i oh i was so bad bad when heath ledger died that was the next name i was gonna bring up uh, i i still to this day i love love smack him every time he brings it up i still to this day have a buddy who belly aches about when robin williams killed himself yeah, I get it. It was unnecessary. It was very sad. Robin Williams was a funny, a funny, very, very funny comedian who, you know, he had an impact, a small impact on my life, you know, whether it was through his actual stand-up comedy, he was a very, very funny comedian, or his movies, you know, what have you. But, like, dude, it's been, like, I don't know, what, a couple years at least? 20, 2014, yeah, so I think, seven is when Robin years. Williams died. Like, yeah. come on, yeah. bud. Like, it, I, no. I, come on, bud. Was sad I'm making that into a t-shirt. Come on, bud. <laughs> That's the new slogan for the podcast. Come on, bud. We're now a Canadian podcast, if you weren't aware. So, hey, good news. A little, uh, little housekeeping notes here. The views, the listeners have gone up incrementally, even without a week five. <laughs> From like so two to three? There was a week four, yeah, from week four to fast forward to today, and there's been more listeners. So I'm like, okay, okay. you're just listening to old stuff, but I appreciate, we appreciate We do, we appreciate uh, anybody who takes the time and listens to us, because all we do is spew a whole lot of bullshit, and that's one. Bullshit, that's two. Oh, was that two? Well, we each got one. Oh, okay, one, so. we each, we each got, got one, that's two. So that's two. Right up uh-huh. there. There's, a, mm-hmm. there's gonna so. be eventually when the production value goes up. There's gonna be a little counter. Look at this. We we both pointed to the same side. This we did. Time. We did great. That's there. how you do it. It's. I'm telling you. It's this. Yeah. New, so we're getting. It's this new podcasting this is, uh, venue that we're using. This Riverside this platform. FM yeah. platform. Yeah. Uh, shout out if they want to sponsor us. Riverside FM. This <laughs> is. <laughs> it's funny you say. If they want to sponsor us, because you don't even know this, we now have a sponsorship with Drift Goods. With Drift Goods. So you guys have to go over to driftgoods.co. I think it's drift.co, actually. I'm not even getting this right. But use the code BST15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Because you listen to our podcast. How great is that? I'm sorry. I'm I'm having to do this now because what is... Yeah, intern Danny yeah, is sleeping intern, today. Intern I think Danny is looking this up. Oh, that's in, Intern that's Danny right. had a yeah. sick day? What a bunch of no, nonsense. No, intern Danny has never gotten a day off in his life. Uh, yeah, hey, you showed <laughs> me these. And uh, I was, I was yeah. going to order one, but now I can... Order one with fifteen percent off. Use the discount code. Use the discount yeah, code. Use the discount code. No, I uh, I'm a big Is fan. It drift I like so so Lauren has in her car the little like I don't know what they are. Be, either Bed Bath and Beyond or like whatever they are. The, oh yeah, the, the little, little clips, clips that look like shitty plastic, plastic flowers. Flowery. 
They have scents. They do have some yep. scents she likes. But I like these ones. They just yeah. look... They're, they're sleek. They're so much more appealing. And they're they're less noticeable. Too. They're, they're sleek. Oh, and I'll tell you what. They smell a whole lot longer than those Bed Bath & Beyond. Really? Ones. Okay. Uh, I, there's room sprays. There's car clips for making your car smell. You guys have to go to it. I believe it's Drift.co. It is Drift.co. I'm on the site right now. Yeah. And, bef- and when you check out, yeah, make sure you use BST15. Because you listen to this podcast, you get 15% ESP off. 15. There you go, folks. You are welcome. Right? All right. Well, that's exciting. Look at that. That is exciting. Yeah, see, uh, Aloha Dan didn't even know that until we're live Aloha on air now. Dan so sharing all the news. Some drift car fresheners, let me tell you. Because I am there very proud of my car. They have a monthly subscription where they just send you the scent of the month every mm-hmm. month. It is awesome. I don't even know what's coming. They tell you like a week before they mail it out, but then... That's what I and have. Just shows That's what up I have. I get a new scent every and, month in now, my car. Now, let me ask, because I, I don't have one yet. Some scents that I get can be, like, a little yeah. overpowering yeah. in a confined space like the car. How is Drift for the uh, the scent? Um, I've had it for a few months now, and I've not had a bad one, honestly. And I'm pretty particular with car f- fresheners, you know? So I've had it for a few months, and... Three for three. I mean, that's batting a thousand. And if you're batting a thousand, that's you're, something you're good. You're the greatest Hall of Fame baseball player in the world. <laughs> I'm not just saying this because they're not a sponsor of the podcast. It's legitimately top notch. All right. Well, I will. I will have uh, uh, my own. Tell all of your friends to use that our code. I will, I will be able right? to attest to if this forget, myself. I'm going to get my friends. B become stronger today. S- the BST fifteen. T- uh, 15 at checkout. Yep. So I will, I will definitely put that in. I will be able to attest next week as to the scent of the month. And, uh, everybody, everybody uh, following on the Instagram page will know the, the secrets outcome. I believe I put a story up today saying I'd tell them Friday, but this isn't even going to come out before I tell them. So, uh, let me double check to see what day everyone's actually going to find out. There you go. I, I apologize. I have to let a dog out. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, I actually didn't specify a day. I did not actually specify a day. So, sometime this week, everybody will find out. So, I have, uh, I have... I've I've been having more and more uh, trouble trying to get to our our pre-recorded sessions on time uh, to record this specific podcast because I don't know about you up there in Coeur d'Alene, but the weather down yeah, here in yeah. Boise is getting pretty nice. Uh, for example, today it yeah. was uh, I think 82 degrees was the high. Uh, I was just sitting out on the patio. Uh, I had a nice little steak dinner, some Brussels sprouts. Um, and it was about 79 degrees in the shade. Very, very comfortable. Uh, and you know, a little, little drink, you know, a little maker's mark to go along with the steak. Uh, maker's mark shout out if you want to be our sponsor, I'm just saying, all I need (laughs) is like a bottle, like, I don't know if I start drinking it more like once a week would be fine. Right. Right. Um, that sure. might be a, that it's might true. be a lot very quickly. 
That's a I lot. don't know. I, I don't That's drink it that much. I'll be honest. I love Maker's Mark. It's delicious. But I don't drink like a bottle a week. That'd be a lot. <laughs> um, but no, I've been struggling because especially with not only the weather is getting nicer, but it's staying light out mm-hmm. quite a bit later. Like right now, I think sunset is at like 9.05 or something. Like it's getting, it's light, pretty light Whoa. out. So Whoa. I've been... Uh, I've been yeah. like, man, we need, we need to start recording these things at like nine ten o'clock at night because, you know, I can't do this when the daylight's out. I got to be out there soaking up the sunshine. Well, here was my thought, and again, you're going to find this out same time everyone listening well, I does. Um, I have two podcasts now, right? This one and the original one, All the Best Things. They're both available on the same channel. It's a ton, it's been a ton of work to try to listen through them after we train, you know, after we record and then edit out what needs to be edited out, any dead space, you letting the dog out or oh, we just found out who let the dogs out by the way. It was it was oh, Aloha Dan. Dan. That's on me. <laughs> but I was thinking that we could go every other week so that one week on a Friday all the best things comes out, one week on a Friday bullshitters that, comes that out. That seems reasonable. I like that. I think that's a good idea. We could, I don't even know if it's going to change how we record necessarily. We could just bank a bunch of them. And then if you need to take time off or whatever, we'll have some stored up. Sure, you know sure. what I'm saying? Just release, release as it comes along. We don't want to get too far behind the times though. You know, we're a, we're a pretty right. topical podcast. I mean, we want to be talking about the current <laughs> events. We have, Let me tell you that, uh, that Bill yeah. Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal that we need to talk about that. It's big news. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're about twenty years oh, late. Oh, son of I a mean, bitch! Yeah, about twenty. What? Twenty-three yeah. years late? I don't know, something like that. Twenty-three years late. Well, we, we tried. Did. We you know, really we're trying try to keep and stay. Real. We're trying to keep you on your toes. Uh, I don't. Yeah, but at least at least they'll have drift goods. They will. Right? They will have, have drift, drift goods that they can the smell. Drift.co to keep them company. Uh, in. In the meantime, yeah. when they don't have either an All the Best Things or a uh, Bullshitters podcast to keep them company yeah. in the car. Yeah. Well, and actually, there's another podcast possibly joining the uh, BST podcast family. And you know the potential I, host. I remember this. You've told me about this. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for their first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime, sometime in the month of June, the first episode will drop. We haven't nailed in a date yet, but Andrew and Garrett are on board to host a sports two, podcast. Two out of the four so, of your uh, groomsmen lineup. Two out of the four. I, I well, of and you, was one of the four. I was the best. I'm gonna one. have to. I'm gonna have to host like a hunting podcast if I want to get Colin. Yeah, guns, on this. hunting. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Black rifle, coffee, something. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's tough to someday. It's tough, maybe. To, it's tough to really nail down uh, what exactly Cole is into. He's a uh, he's an enigma to say the everything. Least. He is a, an amoeba. <laughs> How about that? Always changing. I like it. I like it. But uh, an enigma, enigmatic amoeba. The, that could be your podcast right there. The enigmatic. That's amoeba. the. <laughs> That's hard to say, but that I actually after I said it, I had to stop and I have to go. Did I say enigmatic right? And I still don't know if I did. (laughs) Enigmatic because I've said it too many times now in my head, and I'm like, is that even how you say enigma? I don't know. Enigmatic amoeba. (laughs) 
Enig- enigmatic amoeba. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's it'd probably be easier. It's one of those <laughs> phrases that's probably easier to write than it is to actually say. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So we're growing. The family the is growing. The podcast. What what's your what's your channel called? The the actual BST Podcast BST. Family is okay. the channel. Yeah, and then within one channel, we will have a third podcast coming soon. So, I may not be on that one very often, but it's still going to be like, um, I'll say pro- I'll produce it. How's that? Make you could be the e- if you really want to get fancy, you can be the EP, the executive producer. Yeah, I'm the one that has to listen back to it after they've recorded and edit out all the bullshit that we don't want to hear. That's three. Uh, basically, you get to do the, all, all the not fun stuff. Um, fun fact about yeah. I, I, this is completely unrelated, but it just popped into my head. Uh, okay, I love fun facts. Though. It I'm is game a fun, for fact. fun facts. So, are you familiar with the movie Airplane? Very popular movie. Um, yes. So, in movies in general, there is a position called the best boy. I, honest to God, Uh don't know what the best boy does. Uh, We'll have Danny the intern here look it up and see what... I thought he took the day off. He didn't take a sick day? (laughs) No, he... You have to do your own uh, research. He's not... No, Danny the intern, he never takes a sick day. So, uh, but according to Danny the intern, he's telling me right now, best boy is the assistant to either the gaffer or the key grip on set. So, the gaffer is the electrician (laughs) and the key grip... Yeah. Does the lighting and the rigging for the set? Okay, so that's that's the best yeah. boy. So the movie Airplane yeah. not only had a best boy, but they also had a worst boy. And the worst <laughs> boy in the Airplane credits. I swear to God, this is not. Well, it obviously is a joke, but the worst boy in the Airplane credits, if you watch them, is labeled as Adolf Hitler. He was the worst boy. <laughs> that's the fun. That's my fun fact. Oh my god, that's the is fun that fact. Adolf Hitler. Um, I'm not sure that I can. He's credited huh. in the movie Airplane as the worst boy. Oh Come god. on, that's like a fun fact and a dad joke rolled into one. <laughs> that's a fun little anecdote. It is. It's a I'll fun say little, that. but it's it's yeah. made even more fun by the fact that it's true. It's very real. You can watch the movie Airplane. Hey, I have a, I have a business venture for you, Dan. Wheels are always spinning. You know this. If you've learned nothing in our ten years as friends or whatever, twelve, whatever, eleven years, ten years, uh, whatever. I think it's 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 actually years. only been nine. We met in twenty twelve. Okay. <laughs> right. He's debating this. So ten, ten years. He's like I don't know about that. But ten sure, years. Nine years. Whatever you say. <laughs> um. Business yep. venture, you're familiar with Lime scooters or scooters yep. of Very any so. brand like Lime. We need Lime scooters in Coeur d'Alene pronto. So why don't you just go ahead and get yourself Do a you fleet guys not have any of kind Lime of scooter? scooters? No. Bird, lime, we don't have anything, nothing? man. There's nothing. Spokane has Lime scooters, but you can't drive them all the way over I mean, here. you could, but it'd be tough. It'd be expensive. It'd be expensive. 
That'd be a that'd be a long there ride was... on a scooter too. Weren't we talking about flying fifteen miles an hour? <laughs> Don't those things top out at fifteen? <laughs> they do. They top out about twelve. Yeah. Uh, no, there was one. Time... No one gets that reference because that episode it didn't air. That's not that's funny right. for anyone but us. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was there was oh, one man. time lost the lost files. Yeah, that's the lost files of the bullshitters. Uh... <laughs> 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 All right. No, I was going to say there was one time that I rode a Lime scooter to uh, meet my girlfriend for sushi, and I accidentally forgot (laughs) to turn off the Lime scooter. So when I got out, I saw this scooter just sitting there. Fortunately, it was right where I parked it, but it was still on, and I kind of chuckled. I go, ha, some dipshit, you know, forgot to turn off his Lime scooter. He's still getting parked. And then I realized I was that dipshit. And it was like a twenty-four dollar lime scooter ride, and so I, I I pulled the classic Dan move and I emailed Lime, and I was like, "Hey, I'm really sorry. I forgot to lock my scooter, but I didn't ride it for the last forty-five minutes that you charged me." And they were like, "Yeah, we can see it didn't move. We'll refund your card." So there you go, Lime scooter. Yeah, very nice. Good customer service. Uh, they were friendly. But no, I agree. You guys okay. need some lime scooters. They would be very popular. Up in we need something. Lime. We need bird. We need BST scooters. We need something. Oh, BST scooters. Business venture. The best scooters, huh? The BST, okay. the best. They are the best scooters around. The best. I like the this. The best scooter fleet in town. I like this. All right. Okay. Except for All if right. they're going to become stronger today, they have to just be push scooters, right? They can't be electric. <laughs> right. That's true. That's we could, true. How am I going to charge for a push scooter, though? I mean, though? what? <laughs> Ten cents a mile? Yeah, the wheels have a, like yeah, a they, trip on them. They, the wheels just have a little sensor in them. And, the, I mean, the wheel's only this big, yeah. so it has to go around, you know, 10,000 times before you hit, you know, one mile. But. <laughs> That's true. Whatever. That's true. Uh, did you just set the mood lighting, by the way? You, uh, I didn't. Did my camera go dark? It's extremely... been doing that lately. Oh, there you go. You're light again. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, damn, he just, like, not 8.30 rolls around and the lights just dim and it starts playing, like, seductive a music. Little bit That's kind of weird. A little bit of Barry White starts playing in the background, but don't worry about that. A little Barry White in the you background? Just, you can edit that out. For some reason, lol, lol. those pictures in the back just, like, flipped and turned into, like, just Dan, like, pulling the naked man on a bear rug. That is... Like a like a grizzly bear. So is road. that in your let's 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 just quickly your top five sitcoms? Come on, name them off. Is so first of all, is How I Met Your Mother in your top five of like? No. no. Okay. What are you? What do you think your top five are? Uh, two and a half minutes. Yeah, that's in there. a funny one. Um, top five. I'll, uh, I'll give you a second. Early seasons. I'll let you think. Hang on. Early seasons of Big Bang Theory. That's, I like early true. seasons they of Big Bang. They were very funny. Um, two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory. I like I like the Tim Allen shows, Home Improvement, yeah. uh, Last Man Standing. Those are probably tied for yeah, third. Very funny. Second would be... Pff, not really sure. I'm not really sure second. Cheers is number one. Cheers I love is Cheers. one of the best. So, uh, MASH. Have you seen Wings? Yeah. It's wings, old. No, Wings is very funny. Wings? It may not be a top five, but it's an no, honorable wings mention. Is I think definitely that's an funny. honorable mention. Uh, MASH is actually a very, very funny. Alan Alda. 
Um, it, would you call that a sitcom? I guess. Yeah, I, think, I guess I it's think a sitcom. It's a sitcom. No, I think my top five would be uh, It's Always Sunny in first, Parks and Rec yeah. in second, The Office. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to put Arrested Development in third. So Okay. Uh, I like so, Arrested Development. You know. Um, and then in fourth, I'm going to probably put The Office. And in fifth, you know, honestly, I don't know. Like, Community was funny. 30 Rock was funny. Um, I'm not that I, now You know what? I'm going to have fans. to go with Scrubs. I really do. I have to go with Scrubs. So, oh, I forgot about Scrubs. It's, it's always sunny. Scrubs. Parks and Rec. Um, Arrested Development. The Office. And probably Scrubs would be my top five. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. That's a pretty good top five. That's it's it's a hmm. solid. I can't believe you didn't say Cheers. I'm I'm a little bit let down. You know actually. what? I love Cheers. Cheers is a great. It, it's at the very least an honorable mention, uh, if not probably sneaking it's, its way into the top five. Honestly, it's it's pretty good. It is I a like very it a lot. very funny, very family friendly, just clever. And what do they, and what do they call it now when there's a bunch of they call it a uh, when there's a bunch of like main characters they they call that something um, it's a oh, I don't remember now I don't know I'm not not familiar an encore with you're looking for we'll have we'll see if we can have Danny the intern <laughs> find anything it's not uh, ensemble oh an, ensemble. an ensemble cast okay I understand. An ensemble cast, which is just like a bunch of main characters. Sure. They all have like equal parts, basically. Hmm. So I actually just said this fun fact tonight at dinner. But do you know the okay. original television show that started off the uh, kind of st structure where there are like three or four or even like five main storylines that are really going on like there's there's really a lot going on do you know the original tv show that that created like that complex structure mm, i do not i would have to say uh give me give me an era uh, I, it started in the i, I want to say the nine, oh excuse me the, the 90s. 90s uh uh let me see. It, uh, that's like my era, man. I watch a lot yeah. of shows from the uh, 90s. Oh, excuse me. Wow. Very, very mm. late 90s. It aired starting in 99 and it ran through 2006. It was an hour long. It was a drama on network TV. Uh, Actually, I don't, I don't know if it was 99. on the West or uh, technically on the network TV. Oh, it was. It was. It was originally on NBC. 99 to 2006. I'm going to have to say something like The West That's Wing. That's exactly what it was. It was The West Wing. Really? The okay. West Wing really right. came up with that original format where it was, you know, like a, a, a very complex storyline. Because prior to that, yeah. it had been generally, for most TV shows, like one, maybe 
maybe two different storylines that you would follow. But for the most part, it was just, just like a solid, like one, basically an A plot and a B plot. There was the main storyline that you followed. Right. And then the B plot was like the, you know, hey, there's also this going on. But for the most part, you're paying attention to the A plot. And that, you know, started right. the whole where you have different shows like Breaking Bad or you have, you know, Game of Thrones yeah. where there's yeah. really a lot going on. There's there's multiple, Lots multiple going different on. Yeah. storylines. Speaking oh. of, speaking of, uh, House of Dragons, the Game of Thrones prequel, just dropped their first trailer. Really? House of Dragons? Looks... Looks awesome. It's House Targaryen, sure. so you follow along with the Mad King and stuff like that. I'm pretty excited. So there was it. there's three um, that they're supposedly releasing, right? Of the prequels. Well, this is the only one that's been announced so far, I believe. House of Dragons uh, looks pretty cool. I'm probably gonna have to get HBO Go or Now or whatever they call it just to watch that show. Um. They've also just released the trailer for season four of Stranger Things. I don't know if you're into Stranger I do. Things, but I love it. I do enjoy Stranger Um, So season four uh, trailer just came out for that. And in other news, this is in movie news. They've pushed back Avatar 2 yet again. Not coming out till 22 now. So, do you remember when Avatar came out? 2009. I went to it, it in theaters like three times. That's literally the only movie in my life I've gone to the theaters multiple times yeah, this year. I agree. I agree. With, I, I don't know if I went multiple times, but I remember Avatar for me was the very first movie that I saw with the new... 3D glasses, if you will. Not the red and blue, yep. you know, but the actual 3D. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was the most, one of the most amazing experiences of my life. To see that 3D yeah. just feel like it was coming out of the screen at you. It was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I have been very excited for the Avatar 2. But yeah. I'll... I'll be honest, James like Cameron, you're pushing it. We're we're on twelve years now of waiting. It's like, come on, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, every time, like I think it was supposed to originally come out in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was. Maybe even before that. Twenty nineteen pushed it back. Then of course twenty twenty happened, so he pushed it back to twenty one. And now it's pushed back to like December of twenty two, I think. I'm like, what the what are we doing here, James Cameron? Do you even have a movie? Is there even a movie that's been filmed? I don't know there... I, I really don't think there is. Uh, so apparently there's four sequels? Four Avatar sequels? Yeah. Are they so, all going to take a decade? God, I hope not. Uh, science fiction story. His character will evolve into really unexpected places across the arc of our new three-film saga, he later stated that Quaritch... I don't know. Uh, it, it's the main guy from Avatar. Yeah. Uh, the actor that hasn't been in anything since, since Avatar. Avatar. Legitimately, yeah. 
Sam Worthington. He was in Wrath of the Titans. But so, that's about it. So, excuse me. Supposedly, there's supposed to be, I guess, either three or four. Uh, so maybe they're filming all of them God, right now so. and then are cutting them. Because if it in. takes 12 years between everyone, I'll be honest, I don't have it in me. I don't have 12 years of patience. That's Seriously. true. I don't. Not like, because if oh. you think about that, I could potentially have, you know, we could both, let's be honest, ha- potentially have a kid probably in, at the, at the very least, grade school, but more than likely middle school in 12 years. And then after that, we could have a kid that graduated college, you know, by the time Avatar 3 comes out. Or Avatar Four, I guess it would be. <laughs> like I'm not, true. I'm not a fan of having That's... this kid in high school when Avatar Four is coming out or college. That's valid. <clears throat> That's very valid. All right, I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta yeah. No, I don't. Uh... Gotta let the dog in. Apparently. <laughs> oh boy, we'll have to cut this out. So. I'm just going to aimlessly talk until Dan comes back. Hopefully you guys are already subscribed to the channel or whatnot. But um, Dan is letting the dogs back in. He was apparently the first one to let the dogs out. And now they're back. We shall see. This is great. This is great. Not dead space on the podcast at all. It's going really well. Um, the dog, I believe, is running across the floor as we as we listen in here. I will have to remember where we're Sorry, at. You're gonna so have I can to edit cut. this dead space. You have out. to cut all that out. Sorry, Macklin was over at Dad's house. <laughs> Oh, yeah, chilling. apparently annoying him. Anyway, you know, uh, nice. I yeah, I I do not have it in me, James Cameron. Do not take twelve years right. between the release of two and three again. I will give up on you. It was long enough. I will. It as was well. long enough between the release of episode three of Star Wars and then episode seven. True. Which was. That was we're going to have Danny the intern look it up here. Looks like I'm going to tell you without looking it up. Uh, 2003 was episode no, three. 2005. Good try. So 2000, 2005. Oh damn. 2005 and uh, 2016. 15. Yeah. 11 years. 10 years. Okay, I was close. But that was long enough. 10 years between episode three and episode seven, which. How long was it? Better question. How long was it between Return of the Jedi and Episode One? Ooh, yeah, that's. that's I believe actually, it's nineteen eighty to two thousand one. That's twenty-one years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- Return of the Jedi was released in eighty-three, uh, and that was Episode Six. And then uh, Episode One, two thousand one, I think, or ninety-nine. Uh, was released in ninety-nine. Yeah, you're correct. So, 16 years between those. Holy 16 crap. 16 years, if you can believe it. When I when I look back in history, this is a really random thought, but 
83 to 99 seems a lot longer than 16 years apart. <laughs> well, if you consider, if we go back 16 years right now, we hit 2005. It doesn't seem like that long ago. It doesn't. I was 2005 yeah, man, seems crazy. like a lot more recent than like 83 to 99. Like a lot happened in 83 <laughs> to 99. What... And now like, now granted, a lot has happened between 2005 and 2021, but it doesn't feel like that much. Yeah. I guess we did have the That's Great Recession and now we've had COVID. So, yeah. And the great um, cryptocurrency evolution. It's true. It's true. And then... You're my sports guy here. When did the Heat yeah. really do their thing? You know, when you had LeBron and Bosch, like and 2010. And I think it was like two. I think 2010 is when LeBron made his announcement. Chalmers, he was I taking think. his talents to South Beach. Who was that? It was oh it was, Mario Chalmers with the name drop there. That's Le- that's it was, accurate. It was LeBron, was on that Chalmers, team. Dwayne Wade, uh, Chris Bosch, and. And the Florida Gator, you're forgetting Udonis Haslam. Oh, there you Come go. on. Yeah, I don't, that's why you're my Jesus, sports guy. How do you forget the best player on the team? I don't know. I, I think some <laughs> people would argue it was Chris Bosch, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Chalmers for the yeah, win. Mario Chalmers. It was definitely uh, Chalmers. Fun, fun fact for you I haven't watched an NBA game in probably at least two years. Like, really? even had it on TV in the background. No yeah. kidding. Um, you you can double check here, but I saw that NBA viewership since the beginning of COVID is down eighty three percent. That's a bit of a steep fall. One hundred percent believe that. That's because people realize NBA games suck ass. NBA games are horrendous. Yes, they're boring as. There's hell. no defense played. There's. There's no reason in a in a 60 minute basketball game that there should be 140 points scored by a team. Yes, I agree. I tend to agree, especially so, especially when both teams score like 140 to 130. That's just yeah. stupid. It's not fun. It's not fun. Basketball season ends after March Madness. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been. Uh, Diehard hockey fan the last probably three years. We are we are excited uh, to get major back to uh, uh, some hockey games. So I I can mark the start of COVID very distinctly for two reasons. One, okay. uh, Lauren had a a large conference at work that her work was hosting that got canceled. Okay, uh, in like February yeah. of last year, it was like late February, early March. It got canceled. And at the time, everyone was like, oh, mm-hmm. COVID's not real. Like, it's not a thing. And then COVID very quickly became a thing. Uh, and then we <laughs> right. had tickets to go to a Idaho Steelheads game, our local hockey team, similar yeah. to the Spokane Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had tickets on, I think it was like March 6th. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Sorry. I have a yappy corgi. <laughs> You're good. Um, Heard that loud and clear, just blew my eardrum. Yeah, I could do that. Probably blew the the (laughs) eardrum of all our viewers. But uh, we had tickets for uh, an Idaho Steelheads game around March 16th of last year. And that was like the first game that got canceled. And then after that, they canceled the whole season. Right. 
the Spokane Indians baseball team stepped up this year. They're no longer the uh, I'll play for 30 days to get my reps in team. Now they play like 120 games, and they're the single-A team for the Rockies in Denver. Yeah, so, Rockies. All right. Um, yeah, and their season was just announced with tickets available. Uh, I think it starts like next week. It starts like middle of May. So, baseball. Baseball's back, I guess. Now, yeah. now, do you know, since you're my sports guy, do you know who the, uh, the oh, I was going to say Boise Brave, but that was my high school team. Uh, no, it is the uh, why, why can I not remember who are baseball the Boise yeah, Hawks. thank you. God, I feel ashamed to be a, a Boise native <laughs> and not remember the Boise Hawks. I don't know if they're around anymore. No, they are. The Boise, they're still around because we, oh. we have some tickets to their upcoming games. But uh, do you know if... Who are they playing? The Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Generals? Yeah, we couldn't get the Globetrotters. We got the Generals. <laughs> It says there. It says their minor league team. Uh, still, let's see. For who? The reason I ask is because they re they rebranded a bunch of minor league baseball teams because COVID shut down a bunch of minor league teams. They have a they have a job fair coming up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The biggest thing on their website right now is the Boise Hawks to host in person job fair. May seventeenth. Dude, so they're coming freaking up in a playing week. the Washington Generals. You guys got tickets to the Washington Generals basketball versus baseball game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, do they have a roster? Do they have what? <laughs> do they have a schedule? What the? What do we got going on here? I can't find. What kind of hoop to do shit are you looking up right I now? I can't find a schedule. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> you got tickets to nothing. That was a that was a kind gesture by your employer. <laughs> Here's these tickets that were good for 2019, but now that the team's <laughs> defunct, I think they're still accepting them. You can take them into McDonald's and get a free Big Mac after the fifth inning, <laughs> or what, what would have would been, have the, been fifth the fifth inning. inning of a game that's not going to be played. <laughs> if the Boise Hawks score more than nine runs tonight, everybody <laughs> in the crowd gets a Big Mac. Guess what? No Hang game. On. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mac feed. Wait a minute. I found the 2021 <laughs> schedule, but I'll be honest. Maybe if you took I off your sunglasses inside, you'd be able to see. You can get. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can get 15 ticket vouchers for $160, but I'll be honest. I don't. What? That's like 12 bucks a ticket. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. 11 25 yeah, It's. <laughs> It's actually less than that. It's ten dollars and sixty-six cents a ticket. I just did that. Uh, oh, I was only seventy cents off. That's math. not bad for a poor white boy back, from back uh, of you the know math. here. Jesus Christ! I apologize. Back of the napkin math. <laughs> I can't talk. Thank you to Maker's Mark. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, brain it, there, and Maker's there Mark. is a schedule, uh, but I'm not. Oh, let's see. Okay, so. The 26th of this month, we're playing Grand Junction. 
uh, in a what looks to be six, yeah, a six-game series against Grand Junction. A six-game series? You play the same team for a week straight? A week straight. That's what it says. Starting on the 26th of May through the 31st of May, you play the same team every single night. Uh, Holy God. And then after that, we have Missoula for three days. Uh, After that, we have Great Falls, which is also in Montana, for a week straight yet again. And we have Billings. You need to look up. If you're interested in looking up minor league baseball, you need to look up the Savannah Bananas. Savannah Bananas. Now, that sounds like a team I could get behind. It is the wildest game of baseball you'll ever watch. They do the craziest shit. Craziest shit you'll ever see. They make up their own rules to baseball. They're very yellow. I'll say that. Literally, one of the rules, let me just give you an idea of what one of the rules is. If a fan catches a foul ball, it's an out. And if a batter gets walked on the fourth on the fourth pitch that's a ball, the batter has to sprint. And the catcher has to throw it, and they have to throw it around the infield until every player in the infield touches it. So the batter could theoretically get like a double or a triple off of a walk. So, so you have to go. I'm not lying. You have to go catcher to first, first to second, second to the shortstop, shortstop to third, and then what? Third to the so you pitcher. Go, so you go catcher to shortstop. So you go catcher, shortstop, shortstop to second, second to third, third to first, back to the pitcher. Why do you go in a like dumb a order? Shape. That's just how you do it. That's how baseball was invented. Catcher to the shortstop, shortstop to second, second to first, first to third, and third to, to the pitcher? Second. No, second second to third. Oh, second to third, third to and first. third to the pitcher. First to or pitcher. third to first and first Yeah, yeah, yeah. To okay, I understand. But that still but seems like a lot of extra... If he gets walked, he has to sprint. Like, you're throwing... If you have it's, a... <laughs> it's a square. Baseball, they say it's a baseball diamond, but it's not. It's a square. And you're throwing across the diagonals. What are you doing throwing across it? Why not throw around the perimeter of the square? The reason I brought up the Savannah Bananas is I am speaking with their owner on a future episode of All the Best Things. The Savannah Bananas owner is going to be on All the Best Things? (laughs) Yes. Look up the Savannah Bananas as much as you can between now and June 8th. Jesse Cole, the founder of Fans First Entertainment and owner of the Savannah Bananas. Yes. yes. The Sav- there, he, it's legendary. No, I'm not. I'm, I barely told you any of the rules they've made up. Changing the game. It'll make ba- non-baseball fans baseball fans. You can steal first. Yeah. Yes, I'm telling you, it's the wildest shit you've ever heard in your life. It's basically Animal House. It's basically Animal House on a baseball field. Am I allowed to keep reading these rules out loud, or am I spoiling your next podcast? Well, I mean, I'm going to talk to him in depth about it, but I don't. I don't want to. I won't. I'm not going to spoil anything. But I looked up their rules. You do you do your research. And they have an entire page on their website specifically dedicated to their rules, which they have nine of. And they have a YouTube video of the owner himself, that would be Mr. Jesse Cole, 
explaining the rule. The yellow tux guy. Yeah, the yellow tux guy. That's him. He is in a very yellow tux with a yellow bowler cap. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not into baseball? What is this? There is no... They don't... They don't score like traditional baseball. It's just whoever wins the inning wins a point. Yeah. It's no, it doesn't matter if you get like you could get twenty-one innings or twenty-one runs in the first inning, and if you get no runs the rest of the game, and the other team scores one run an inning, they can win the game. <laughs> See, I told you it's awesome. Two-hour time limit. Revolution. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop reading the Two rule. Hours- you <laughs> just look it up. Just look it up. This is wild. I'm telling you. This is wild. I've never heard of it. If you're not a baseball fan, you will be after tuning into the Savannah Bananas. This is the greatest game of baseball I've ever heard, I'll be honest. <laughs> right? That's why I'm interviewing the man. The Savannah, it's clever. It's clever because you're taking the All-American pastime and you're modernizing it. 100%. And I like it. I like it so far from what and I've only read like 3 of the rules. So, right. this sounds pretty exciting. Where is it located in Savannah, Georgia? Am I assuming correctly? I would assume so. The, the Savannah Bananas. Yeah, I would assume, I would assume so. so. That's the only Savannah I know besides this bitch I knew in high school. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Maker's Mark, do your thing. <laughs> um uh, there's actually guys that have played for the Savannah Bananas that are in Major League Baseball. I, I don't believe that. They're going to be like, what the hell, ref? We won that <laughs> inning. Like, we won five out of the nine. Why aren't we good? Why didn't we win this? <laughs> right. Oh, just do your the ref, research. The ref's going to be like, research. I'm sorry, this is no longer Savannah Banana Baseball, you jackass. Banana Ball. Is that what they call it? Banana Ball? They call it banana ball. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love this. This, I'm so, this is the greatest thing it's I've legendary. heard in weeks. And I will be sharing this with everybody I know. <laughs> yes. Please do. And tell them to tune in to all the best things that's on the same channel as I this have podcast. A, 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 an acquaintance that does. Fucking <laughs> 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 acquaintance? What? Get right, out of here. I have a I have a friend. I don't know if I'd say like best friend, you know. I have a pal. I have a pal. He's a buddy. I have a buddy. He's a buddy. Hey guy. Is it hey buddy? Hey, hey guy. guy. Don't call me buddy. Don't call me buddy guy. <laughs> don't call me guy, pal. Don't call me pal, gay lord. <laughs> now we're gonna be sued by Dane Cook. It's okay. We're gonna get yeah. We're gonna Dane Cook. We love we you. We do. You were very funny back in the mid two thousands. Two thousand six, before your brother stole all of your. Yeah. Beside the point. Uh, no. Everything. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna tune, anyway. I'm gonna tell all my friends to tune in to all the best things uh, on the BST podcast family to learn about the greatest variation of baseball I've ever heard, which is. Banana ball. The Savannah Bananas. The Savannah Bananas. I, I interview him on the 8th. What is that? What is the 8th? Uh, that'd be in what? Three weeks? That's a... Four weeks? Yeah, the 8th is in like three weeks, so it'll probably drop that Friday. Yeah, so probably probably about... We'll have to see because we're... Four weeks out. Because I'm staggering, I'm staggering the weeks, remember? Yeah. So staggering between bullshitters and all the best things, so... 
We'll see what happens. Right, we'll see. It's still a little ways out there, but uh, tune in to all the best things. I'll send you a link, and then you can share the link with For everybody. A little bit, of, a little bit of banana ball talk. We'll see. That sounds yeah. very exciting, and I'm excited to listen. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, Well, Dan, is there anything that you need to leave uh in our in our ears in our brains before we sign off for the night you know i'll be honest uh the only thing that i want to put out and this is it's not it's not funny and it's not related to anything that we just talked about but it's something that okay i'm ready let me put my straight face on as an adult so i am uh, currently applying for a loan to, you know, redo some portions of my house. I was not mm-hmm. aware that a mortgage loan, which is what I'm applying for, takes between 30 and 45 days to approve. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I did that know was, that. That's crazy. And I, I was a finance major in college. I currently work as an accountant mm-hmm. for a finance company. Like, I'm very involved in this industry, in this world. And I felt like it's kind of like when you apply for a credit card, right? I feel like you get the credit card Wrong. in like a week, and then you can just start spending money, right? No, that's not how it works at all. So for any yeah. of you out there that were not taught in either high school or college, um, that it takes a while to actually receive any funds for a real mortgage loan you're applying for, it takes, because my whole thought is I want to get a yard, I want to redo the house a little. Like I figured, okay, you know, start start in late April, early May, I'll start applying to see if I can get a loan. And then I want to put a splash pad in I'll the start backyard. Fixing, yeah, whatever I want, whatever I want. Just start fixing up the house. And then right. now at this point, I'm barely going to see the loan before the end of June. And then at that point, we'll be into mid-July, and there's no way in hell I'm going to get somebody out here to put sprinklers and a lawn in my backyard. So, in yeah, July. no, yeah. the sod would die the day you lay it down because you just have to run your sprinklers 24 hours a day to keep it wet in Boise in mid-July. Yeah. You know, it'd be probably an average temperature of 95 degrees is the high during the day, if not more. So anyway, that was yeah. uh, that's my one uh, adulting fact of the day that I learned this week. All right, uh, it's not a fun fact to learn, but well, if you're trying to buy a house, don't find a house that you want to buy and then apply for the financing because it apparently takes <laughs> thirty to forty-five days to get any kind of loan approved and actually financed. That's true. So there you that's go. True. That that's the only thing that I feel. I want to leave with our audience today. Uh, for those of you who were who were uh, let down by your local public school system about how to do things like taxes or apply for a loan or anything like that, thirty to forty-five days. There right. you go. Right. Not only are we just an irreverent show bullshitting back and forth for an hour and a half, we spit the facts. A little bit of truth from accountant himself. Thirty to forty-five days on a mortgage. Wait a minute! Loan. I have one more. I have one more fact, real quick. It's Uh-oh. a very quick one. Most refrigerators okay. today that are produced are only expected to last maybe, if you're lucky, eight years. Eight years, and then you got to got to drop another two grand on a fridge because refrigerators are ridiculously expensive right now. So there. That's my other fun fact of the day. Eight years. 
Uh, when I was growing up, we had a fridge from 1977 that worked up until my dad remodeled his house in 2017. So that was close to uh, 40, that was 40 years. And yeah. it barely last eight years now. So that sucks too. Eight years for a fridge. I just learned that today as well. It's, it's harsh reality being an adult. I will say that is the truth. It is indeed. It is indeed. But that's all I have, I promise. That's all we got for you. That's all we got for you. We are the Bullshitters. That's Dan. I'm Jake. You can find us on all your favorite uh, platforms for podcast listening as well as on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, we out! I think we're good. I think we're clear. I don't know. It's, it's recording still. I can still.